Hello. Alright, so, hi guys, welcome back to another episode of Blunt Blowing Mama Podcast. I'm your host, Shanitria, and I am so happy to be here with you guys, and as you know, and if you don't know, because <laughs> you're tuning in for the first time, this is a podcast that's all about cannabis and parenthood. All things cannabis, all things parenthood. That's all I talk about because I'm a mom of two little kiddos and I've been in a relationship for almost 10 years. And I'm just taking you on my journey of being a parent and one who uses cannabis and sharing the stories of other parents who do the same. So... As you know, I always got to start off by consuming me a little bit of cannabis before I get into the episode. So I hope you have your stash with you and you're ready to sesh together. Let's do this. I got me a little Jack Herrera and which is like, I have to say, I have to say it's like my go-to sativa. I absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> I absolutely, like, I think it's, like, one of my favorite strains. I love that one, and I love Lamb's Bread, which apparently is a strain that Bob Marley used to smoke. I don't know how true that is, but if it is true, then I, f- I always feel like, damn, I'm in good-ass company, <laughs> and I have excellent taste for smoking this week right here. So, um, yeah, man, let me blaze this right quick, and we can get into this episode, and I can take some questions that I got sent and we can do it. So, you ready to light up with me? You ready? Ready? This strain always makes me feel like so creative. It like keeps, gets my energy up. It's just like absolutely perfect. Like why would anybody ever drink energy drinks when you have sativa? What? What? You crazy. <coughs> oh, that cough came out of nowhere. <laughs> Oh, yeah, bitch. I haven't smoked weed all day, y'all. So you know I need this shit right now. Oh, now that that's all in my spirit, it's about to start marinating and shit. Let me get into what I want to talk about. So I think I'm going to start sharing little tidbits of my life with you guys before I jump into the questions and messages that I receive. Just because I do get kind of like the same questions over and over and I realize I'm not really sharing enough about my life that, you know, I I, I want to be, you know, as open as possible as the blunt blonde mama to other blunt blonde mamas or to soon to be blunt blonde mamas, you know. So I just recently had my baby in I just recently had my baby in January and so I've been consuming cannabis and breastfeeding him. 
He will be five months old very soon. And things have been great. My milk supply isn't fucked up. You know, <laughs> my baby isn't fucked up. <laughs> For real though, my milk supply hasn't been impacted at all. Um, I know a lot of you guys wonder about that. It has not. You know, my milk supply is perfect. It's Sometimes I feel like I'm making too much milk. That's because I have a fat ass baby. Oh. <laughs> He's so chubby and yummy and delicious. He is amazing. He's chubby and chunky and fat <laughs> and smart and hitting all his milestones and he's beautiful and I wouldn't have done it any other way. I consumed cannabis when I was pregnant with him and I would not change that for anything in this world because it made him into who he is and it's making me into who I am and it's making me more feel more of a woman feel more comfortable and confident in my body and not feeling the need to hurry up and lose weight so that I can you know be the snapback queen or you know whatever or you know just get more likes on Instagram because my waist is snatched now my titties are perched like I don't want to I just want to be I just want to enjoy this moment of with my child and I guess if I could go back and tell my my past younger self that then I definitely would because you know hindsight is twenty twenty and the best part about parenting your second child is that you kind of get to learn from everything that you did wrong the first time. <laughs> so now I know for sure I was definitely experiment with my parents and probably a lot of us have figured that out. Like, and by the time they get the second, third kid, oh, like they got this shit on lock, yo. Like they know all this, they, like we know, like we, you're not falling. <laughs> you're not dropping the baby. <laughs> you're not doing any stupid shit like buying unnecessary things and like asking for ridiculous shit at baby showers you might not even be having a baby shower because you would know how much bs they are oh my god i had two baby showers for my first and i had no baby shower at all for my recent pregnancy because fuck baby showers it's bullshit baby showers are only meant for everybody else and not the pregnant person it's meant to torture you have to dress up when you feel fat and you have to put on makeup when your face is fucking swollen and no contour in the world can hide how wide your nose is and your lips and your cheeks are huge and like everything like your whole face just spread <laughs> so you can't contour that shit away and then like you know you just feel like you don't feel cute, okay? <laughs> and you have to show up and smile and people are playing all these games and everyone wants to take pictures and rub your belly and... <sighs> like, it's stress. It's too much for a pregnant woman. And so I was like, never. And then you have to help plan it low-key. I mean, it's just a lot. And then having two baby showers, you got to find two outfits that you feel sexy and confident and not like a total whale in. It was a lot, okay? Like, I literally, I get excited about maternity pictures, but I still have to push myself to take maternity photos because I just feel so insecure. But I know that, you know, after this moment is over, I'm going to want to look back at those photos. <sighs> you guys, I should just come out and tell you, you know, as much as like there's this whole I want to have this enigma behind blonde boy mama and not be like you know and be like an elusive kind of influencer type I can't do it because like I'm a mom to two kids I was just pregnant and like 
I am not perfect, you know? So I'm saying all this because I record my podcast in our living room, right? So that's probably why the first few episodes sounded like trash because I was trying to record them with my baby and partner home. My baby was napping and there's nothing worse than waking a baby up from a nap. Like, bitch, what? You think you're cranky as an adult? When somebody wakes you up from a nap, try waking up an infant. Yeah, it's not pretty. <laughs> so I was just like trying to like keep it down and like whispering like this kind of on the microphone and I was listening back to the audio like oh man this sounds this doesn't sound too great maybe something with a mic or whatever and then I realized I wasn't projecting like I wasn't speaking loudly so I was just like okay nobody can be home if I really want to be able to record this how I want to record it smoke as much as I want to smoke and like really talk that shit that I want to talk um and also because I want to actually smoke on the podcast and not a lot of recording studios are chill with, you know, smoking weed in their studio, you know, and rightfully so because, you know, it's expensive equipment or whatnot. You don't know me like that. You don't want like ash or whatever. But I mean, I could vape, but anyways, so that's not really allowed. And I want to be able to do that on the podcast. So I was like, I'm just going to buy the equipment and record at home, which, you know, fine. And then I realized wow West Hollywood is really like the neighborhood of the dogs like there are so many fucking dogs in my neighborhood in West Hollywood that like so there's gotta be like at least 20 dogs in my building <laughs> like no like no like one of my neighbors has like four dogs like legit lives with four animals I was like bitch you are wild I know that there are no one bedroom apartments here so she has a second bedroom but even so, bitch, like, in an apartment, I feel like you shouldn't have more than two dogs. Like, that should just off-top be real rule. Anyways, I'm saying all that because you guys are probably going to hear some barking in this episode. I, like, seriously, seriously apologize in advance. <laughs> and if you feel like, oh my gosh, I can't listen to this, this shit is too janky, blunt blunt mama is, like, ratchet as fuck. <laughs> like, I totally understand because... I'm going nuts, but like I only have like a certain amount of time and days of the week where I can record because my boyfriend has a job during the week and so I'm watching the baby and like on the weekends like we want to spend time with each other and with the kids and do like family shit, but then like also I have to like spend some time on Blunt Boy Mama and you know record episodes and so I have to steal the moments when I can. And, you know, I guess apparently the weekends is when the dogs are turning up. Like, the dogs in the neighborhood are, like, really on one. So, there's a lot of barking in my background noise. And I, I usually I would stop if there was barking and, like, record another time. Like, that fucking dog that just barked just now. Like, shut the fuck up, dog. <laughs> like, I would normally stop the recording and be like, okay, I'll just record it later. Or, you know, I'll wait a few minutes. Um, but I can't do that now because I'm short on time and I want to get you guys an episode this week. I also have the TV on right now and I'm watching the NBA Finals and what is going on? How did Golden State come back? Like, what the fuck happened? 191, fourth quarter, six minutes and 51 seconds on the, seconds on the clock. And Livingston's at the free throw line. What the fuck's going on, man? <laughs> It's just too much, and I'm high. So, guys, oof, this is going to be an episode. Are you ready? Hold your wigs in place, kids. <laughs> so, um, what I was saying is that, you know, I don't regret using cannabis as a pregnant woman. 
and it helped me so much and I feel like you know the many stressors and difficult situations I felt like I was going through the first time I was pregnant and during that postpartum period I don't feel any of that now and maybe it's because it's my second time around and I mean I know what to expect but even if you know that like a drop is coming on a roller coaster when you're on it that still doesn't mean you're not going to scream when you go down <laughs> it's like oh shit like so it's going to be like the same thing you know it's going to be like Oh shit, like I know I can get baby blues. I know that I'm gonna look in the mirror and wanna cry because my body does not look like my body. And you go through like so many, it's just like one, it's like the worst roller coaster ride ever. Because <laughs> it's your life, it's real. Um, and so cannabis has helped me tremendously with that and helped me realize that I don't need to snap back and that I can just kind of enjoy my baby because you know when you have one kid and you're and you have another you realize with the first kid how quickly this part goes by how quickly you wake up and one day they're like three years old and they're assholes and you hate them <laughs> and they're talking back to you and like my daughter's new thing is I'll be little like Zora go clean your room and she'll be like oh no mama I'm so busy I'm so busy mama and it's like she's busy doing what and she's saying this as she's on her iPad like she's like mm, no mama I'm so daddy I'm so busy and it's like bitch what <laughs> busy doing what busy paying bills I don't see you paying shit <laughs> it's like who does that kids man so it's, it's funny it's funny and without cannabis I feel like I would be like oh no but with cannabis it, it keeps me chill and I just laugh at it like yo, you, you are busy, yo, you're real busy, you're busy doing nothing, and that's why you're gonna go clean your room, <laughs> but it's fun, it's like, oh man, it's like, it's like you, you're the boss, like, <laughs> I like being in charge, so, anybody who has been a stay-at-home parent, or you're just a parent, all, I feel like you automatically should qualify for any manager position, because you know how to manage shit, you know how to, you know, work with people, and, and, <laughs> It's, you know, it's real. So, but cannabis, if without cannabis, I would not be on this podcast right now. I would not be laughing about all this stuff. I would probably be in my feelings, stuck in my head, anxious about everything. And, you know, especially having black kids and being a black mom. And, like, I just, there's so many things you have to worry about. Like, I worry about it with just my sister and my parents and, like, my close friends. I worry about them. But to worry about your own kids in this world and something happening to them just for, because they exist and their skin is brown, it's, it's absolute, it's too much to deal. It's too much. And so this helps me cope in a way, you know, again, self-care. I always say cannabis is my form of self-care. And it's so important. And the fact that like so many parents have to hide that or feel anxiety because they do that is completely unfair. It's bullshit to me. So um, I don't know if I just totally deviated from the whole point of, but I am stoned. So just go with me. Just walk with me. <laughs> so I got a message from one of you guys, um, and she said, "Thought I would share. Spent the message at this." Spent the message. Spent the day at Disneyland yesterday with my sweet five-year-old daughter. Now, mamas know the struggle is real when it comes to depression and OCD, which is a <sighs> Oh my gosh, I'm so high. <laughs> OCD, which is obsessive compulsive disorder. What have been? What could have been a hot, long day full of impatience and arguing turned into a positive experience for everyone? And she had a little vape pen. 
she took a photo of it in front of like the Disneyland uh, Magic Kingdom photo. It's pretty dope. I'm just like, you are fucking goals, bitch. <laughs> I recently, we recently went to Disneyland too for my daughter's birthday uh, in March. And it was so much fun, but so stressful. Like, we got into an argument. The baby was, like, crying in the backseat. We looked back. Like, we don't, like, we, the mirror that, I don't know if a lot of parents do this, but we have, like, a mirror that we hang on the back side of the um, passenger seat. And it allows you to kind of see the baby in the car seat. Because one of the, like, anxieties as being new parents, being in the car with that baby, you know. And, like, make, like, oh my gosh, I can't see you. Are you hooked up? Like, are you still in the seatbelt? Like, are you sweating? Are you hot? Do you spit up all over yourself, you know. Like, you're just worried about all the things. You just pull your hair out because you're one of those babies who likes to pull your hair out when you're crying. Like, what's going on? Did your blanket come off of you? You know, so those mirrors kind of take away the anxiety because you can look in, you can look back and see in the mirror them. Which is helpful. So, but this, so we have a mirror, but before we left the house to go to Disneyland, which is kind of like, I don't know, hour and a half drive from our house, two hours, not that bad. Um, we go there and, you know, we're in the car and I'm like, babe, where's the mirror? And he's like, oh, it either like fell down or he took it off or something. And I was like freaking out. I was like, oh, this is a long drive. Like, I think we should put it back on. And he was like, oh, so you want me to get out of the car and do this? And we were already running late. So I'm just like, oh, fine. Like we can go, you know, not wanting to turn into an even bigger argument. Well, I should have pushed it harder, guys, because when we got to Disneyland, he was like crying, he cried for like in, like forty five minutes, I want to say, or thirty minutes straight. It was like really intense, and then, and and he was crying, crying, because he was sleeping. Then he woke up and he was just like ah, just crying. Um, so we got there, and he's like, I look at his face, and he scratched his face. My baby's nails are really long. Like, he was born with long nails. And so I have to trim them quite often. And I didn't get a chance to trim them before we left. His face was, like, bleeding. And it was, I like, my mom was calling me because she had um, took, a, took another ride, with, took a road with my sister to Disneyland. So they were already there and waiting for us to get there. And we were parking. And so she's calling me. And I'm like, I have to get off the phone. Like, she's, like, mad at me because we were so far behind. And, like, they were waiting on us. But also, like, I was mad at her. Like, I don't want to talk about this shit. My baby is literally in the backseat of my car bleeding. <laughs> I'm freaking out right now. And mom was like, oh, my gosh. All right, all right. It's okay. It's okay. You know, take your time. Blah, blah. And I'm just like, <sighs> In that moment, I could have used my vape so badly. <laughs> stress like imagine something like that happening it's so stressful so like I totally get taking a bait to Disneyland and my daughter now that she knows of Disneyland's existence and has been there and has had a great time she wants to go back so we'll probably be going again next year or later this year and I'm totally taking my fucking vape with me okay because nothing is more stressful than like going on vacation with your family but what's even more stressful than going on vacation with your family is like going on vacation with your kids and going to like somewhere that's long distance like fucking Disneyland like somewhere you have to be in the car for longer than 30 minutes or you're flying on a plane or like just the anxiety of preparing for that trip packing all the bags making sure everybody's got this and got that got that and you know being on time and all this shit it's so high stress 
that you it's meant for arguments like it's like the climate is is perfect for arguments that's why I always tell people I never take relationships seriously um unless they make it past a year because in that one year time enough things can happen in one or both people's lives where you can really see how compatible you are for each other and if you're down for exploring some more and continuing to see each other because like you know like in one year span you're probably going to go on at least like an oh like a day trip somewhere together and i always say vacation with somebody before you decide to commit for real for real go on a vacation with them it doesn't even have to be a long thing, just like a day trip. It can be like a quick little, you know, weekend trip or something. Nothing intense if you don't want it to be. And then you're going to see, because you guys are going to encounter situations. You're both going to be pulled out of like your comfort zone and environment that you're not used to. And you'll be able to see how that person reacts under pressure and in and unfamiliar places and situations. So it's really important to do that. I did that obviously with Bay, and it worked out. But we still, we always argue when we go on vacation, and then we're like, "Oh, this is so great! I'm having such a great time!" And then we argue some more, and then we look back and we're like, "Wasn't that fun?" <laughs> That's the definition of love, I guess, guys. Um, <laughs> so I just really wanted to share that story because um, I really, I really enjoy reading that, and I, I thought you guys would enjoy hearing that as well. So someone else wrote and said, oh my God, OMG, I'm so glad I found you. I love your page and what you're doing. I'm a doula in CLC that has been trying to slowly reveal that I am a weed smoker. I slide in hashtags here and there or make comments that allude to the fact that I do, but I haven't been as open as I like to be. I just want to thank you for for how encouraging your page is. I'll definitely be using your page as an encouraging resource for moms. I love that and I'm so glad that like my crazy ass and my shenanigans <laughs> and just my my honesty you know if anything I'm gonna be real with you guys all the time I'm, I'm a mom I don't really don't have time to like bullshit I got too many other more important things that I could be doing trust and believe at any given moment so I just definitely I, I don't have time to you know BS you guys and, and I'm gonna be real and I've realized that life is just life is long and it extends, so you kind of have to really live in the persona and who you decide to be, you know. You have to really live in that for a while, but also it's short at the same time. And you should live each moment. I think that when people say life is short, they mean that moments. The moments are short, and you should appreciate them more. Um, so I love that. Um, and then aside from that, I did get just like a lot of... Um, I did get like a lot of like really um, a lot of questions about me using cannabis during pregnancy. And I think like one specific one, um, she said, let me find it. Oh, my. She said, how often do you smoke when I was pregnant? Um, She's currently pregnant, too, and it's helped me a lot appetite wise. I can go a whole day just eating once, which I know is hard for baby. And then um, another one of you guys said, hi, can I pick your brain on your thoughts on cannabis use while pregnant? I just currently found out that I'm carrying six weeks and I'm having to stop cold turkey. I'm now thinking about the effects of stopping and how more irritable I will be. Any advice is welcome. Thank you. So listen, I knew, absolutely knew that I needed to use cannabis for my pregnancy because there was just no other way for me to be able to function and not, I'll be honest, not feel suicidal and depressed while pregnant. 
And I hate to say that, and I'm I apologize if this is triggering. Obviously, you know, always speak with your doctor or medical professional before you embark on any sorts of treatments or decide to use cannabis um, if you're pregnant or breastfeeding. You know, that's what I have to tell you that I feel like absolutely because I'm only speaking from my own personal experience. You know, I'm not an MD, you know, but I knew that I personally from from how I experienced my first pregnancy when I didn't use cannabis and how that almost broke up me and my my boyfriend and how we almost, you know, ended up like losing everything. And I ended up almost being a single mom and hating him. And I didn't, I never want to hate him. I love him so much. So it was really, and I realized that if I had just used cannabis, like it probably wouldn't even gotten to that point. But in my head, I, I was, I demonized cannabis as something that would harm me because I was believing the rhetoric that the government decided was placing on me and then just the stigma um, overall. So um, I would say talk to your doctor. If you are considering, if you are considering, um, using cannabis and you're pregnant, then like, I would say talk to your doctor, talk to your doula, talk to your whatever medical, your midwife, whatever medical professional. And then also when you, after you talk to them, hopefully you find someone who is understanding and who won't report you to, to CPS because that's another piece of that. Um, then you'll feel comfortable using and you'll use it in a way that's responsible, um, you know, because you are still pregnant and not in a recreationally, no, not in a re- recreational way. So it's really important to make sure that you, you definitely have that piece. And then the other piece is make sure you're giving birth somewhere uh, where you won't get drug tested and the baby won't get drug tested, Okay. Those are some really important parts that you absolutely have to do. So look all those things up. You're still early. You're six weeks pregnant, so you're in the you're look you're in the you're in the phase right now where you're looking for doctors. So when you're looking for doctors, make sure that the doctor that is going to be all right with you using cannabis during your pregnancy, or it's gonna or you feel comfortable with talking to about those questions you might have. Because if you don't have that, then, you know, from jump, you're not going to be comfortable in this pregnancy. You're not going to be happy because you're going to have a fear. And and it's a just fear because there have been so many women who have had uh, caseworkers show up in their rooms because either themselves or the baby tested positive for CPS. I mean, CPS. For, <laughs> for, for cannabis. And, you know, that's something that unfortunately has resulted in various different outcomes depending on the state you're in and depending on the hospital you give birth at and the doctors that you use. So you have to think about all those things before you do even start using cannabis at all. And then once you have sorted that out and you figure out where you are legally, so there's no legal fear of you losing your child or possibly, you know, um, and having CPS involved in your family in any way, then I would say, you know, you need to also then think about what ways you feel most comfortable with consuming it. I would, for me, I was like, you know, first trimester, a joint here and there, never smoke a whole joint, you know, and vaping, you know, that'll be fine for me. I automatically knew no more dabbing. I knew no more bongs, you know, because of the smoke inhalation. And I wanted to be more conscious of that. And I knew that with a bong, it was just way too much, you know, any sort of pipes or anything like that. And then I also knew that um, dabbing, the THC levels were just ridiculously too high. Like on some 
um, concentrates that you can get, the, the level could be like 97% THC. That is some high shit, okay? You're like, you get really, and I just, I will, I'm, I'm a recreational user, so I have to really switch it to medicinal purposes. And for me, it was all about so that I could feel like myself again, not feel out of control, and not feel depressed. Because I would get depressed during my pregnancy and I would feel almost kind of suicidal and and I did not want to feel that way. And I wanted to appreciate this time in my life and be feel thankful and grateful for being pregnant instead of thinking about all the negative, which is I'm gaining so much weight. I have all these stretch marks. I'm like falling behind in life. You know, I'm not getting all the things done I want to get done. I'm only the first pregnancy. I was 25. I'm only 25 years old. And the second pregnancy it was 29. I'm only 29. I'm about to be 30. I didn't want to be pregnant and 30 like you know and now I realize like those things are so small um so cannabis saved me it, it allowed me to really realize what's most important which is this life I'm bringing into the world and this blessing and opportunity to be able to do so because so many women can't and would love to and I have been blessed with the ability to do so so and with the person that I love so I'm taking it I'm living in it I'm relishing it and I'm gonna do I'm going to really enjoy it and live my life and live in this moment. And so that's what cannabis allowed me to do. I did it and I had the best pregnancy and the best experience and I wouldn't change it for the world. I'm so happy I used cannabis. I, I can't even speak highly enough. Um, I vaped in my second trimester and then towards the third trimester, I was using like CBD topicals and salves and things like that. Um, and then... And I never, I used edible like once and I was just like, oh, and I couldn't, I couldn't handle it. Like edibles just always fuck me up. Like, I was like, what did I just do? I don't like edibles. Um, so I stuck it to those methods and it helped me so much. By the time I had my third trimester, I didn't use cannabis at all, but that's because I was just so big. My baby was nine pounds, y'all. So, like, I was so big. I was so tired of being pregnant. I could barely shave my legs. I, could, I couldn't even think about doing anything else for myself during that time. I was just like, get this baby out of me. <laughs> so, I didn't really have that. But for this postpartum period that I'm going through, fuck yeah. Absolutely, cannabis should be prescribed to every woman who just get had a baby the doctor should be like this is what you should be using this is what you should be taking care of yourself with because our mental health matters y'all you know whether people want to give a fuck about women or not like we're the ones who bring life into this world and if you want us to be having babies apparently without the option of being able to choose because you're trying to take away our abortion rights then the least you can do is make sure that pregnancy is enjoyable that it's something that is positive for women and that we're taking care of and our babies are taking care of we have proper maternity leave and that we are better informed about our options and more lactation consultants are out there for women to learn how to breastfeed and more more information is put out there about miscarriages and the devastation that that can cause to women and that and just talk about fertility in general and how important it is to know that like we all can't do the same things and that's fine but there's so many other routes to become a parent and and talk about that and you know, I could go on and on, right? <laughs> I just know that, you know, as a woman, I, I 100% advocate for using cannabis while pregnant responsibly. Of course, use cannabis responsibly while pregnant. And and I think that it can help with so many things that ails the woman when she's pregnant. So, yeah, that's all I got. <laughs> you guys on that. And, you know... I, 
I could go on and on and I could talk about this in so many different ways and in so many different episodes because it's really important to me and it really I hate how women are judged and stigmatized for using cannabis while pregnant but like it changed like for for someone who's been pregnant twice and the first time without cannabis and the second time with cannabis I will absolutely say that I wish I'd used cannabis the first time around too absolutely 100,000% it would have changed so many things you know but everything happens for a reason and, and and for all those reasons, I'm here right now and I'm sharing my journey and you guys' journey and it's great. So, yeah, you know, I'm just making the best and the most informed decision for you and your baby and your soon-to-be family. You have to look out for yourself. Uh, and that's really all I can say. And consult with a medical professional. Find someone you trust. You, if you can't trust them to talk about cannabis, and that person probably shouldn't be your doctor. You need to find someone you can, you know. So... That's all I got for you guys today on this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. I'm always happy to talk more about my pregnancy. I can do another episode at a later date, maybe. Um, and um, looks like I got lucky and there are no more dogs barking. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Anyways, uh, you know, guys, if you're feeling the podcast, then definitely subscribe, like, uh, leave some ratings and junk like that and share this podcast with a friend and leave reviews and Apple Podcasts and all those awesome, awesome things. You can also uh, share this podcast with your friends if you think they'll like it. You know, I just want as many women who are using cannabis and who are moms or who want to be moms or soon to be moms and, and they're able to know that they are not alone. I am doing this right here with you. And we got this. <laughs> this shit is going to be the new normal. Watch out. So with all that being said, uh, if you want to follow Blunt Blowing Mama, you can do that on Twitter and Instagram. Like Blunt Blowing Mama on Facebook. And if you have any questions or you want to just have a shout out or say what's up, then send me a message uh, at bluntblowingmama at gmail.com. I'm always happy to hear from you guys and share your stories and messages on the podcast. And yeah, I'm high, but I feel so fucking good. I'm about to chill. This game is very tight, by the way. 106-101, fourth quarter, Golden State is leading. I'm just going to like, I'm, it's 59 seconds on the clock now, fourth quarter. I'm going to say, hmm, who's going to win? I feel like maybe Toronto's going to get wild, like, and it'll go into overtime. Or Toronto will win. I I'm, I just kind of really want Toronto to win. I don't even know why. I really like Kawhi Leonard, but I don't know. But we're going to see <laughs> if my prediction holds. <laughs> this is going to be so funny. Anyways, why am I still babbling on this mic, gal? <laughs> Until next time. Bye. <laughs>